Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarech. We'll continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters. With the Balatanya letter number 12. With the Shir is in the Schus of the Fuhr Shalema Fahinda Bastabirachal. We are learning the Holy Letter number 12. about the difference between the act of charity and the inner service together with the act of charity and the generation, the evolution and the reward of the energy that each activity on their own accomplish. We're going very deep into this idea. We've spent an enormous amount of time on this to understand what is the accomplishment of just doing an activity, a superficial activity in this world that's charitable and how that generates a peace in the world, a harmony. And then to understand that if you obsess, if you put your whole energy, if you are in attention and you press yourself to the limit, how you generate a revelation that's entirely different, you have a whole different consciousness. And as we have seen, on this fascinating journey deep into the essence of compassion that we are trying to describe something that's indescribable. Even the peace that's accomplished through the mere superficial act of charity. The Balatanya takes us on a journey into heaven to understand the mixture and the peace and the unity and harmony that comes out from the angel of fire and water. Meaning, the Balatanya says, in order to understand the essence of peace, we need to understand what's the opposite of peace, and what is the opposite of peace in this world. But primarily, where is the source of that? In the heavens. And when he tries to explain to us what's going on in the heavens, it is a very hard feat because we have insight and inkling into our lives, which is physical primarily. And this is one of the reasons we are spending a tremendous amount of time to make it practical, to see it. And over here we are going to touch upon one of the key aspects, the key elements, one of the core Revolutions of this letter, which is when does a person merit this revelation? When does a person merit this almost prophetic, this spiritual revelation 
when does a person experience godly compassion to the point that his ego and his soul make peace? When does he merit this unimaginable intelligence, this clarity? And so that, the Balatanya says over here, that this you generally merit, this revelation during prayer. That if you make your life's mission, the obsession with compassion, then when you come to pray, When you come to communicate, to connect with God, the word tefillah means to connect. When you connect with the source of everything, when you connect with God during prayer, at that time you will have this awesome revelation, which this revelation will be as we'd said, it's an indescribable experience. Because the Shechina resting on a person, the, the Yishkira Hashem, the idea of Zohu Shechina Shruyu Benayim, the idea of a revelatory experience, the idea of having a mystical experience, an experience where a person assumes or retains or experiences a clarity into infinity, a clarity into his life, into his purpose. This is one of the most awesome things a person can experience in life. Many a people, most people, when they pray, they're asking for their needs. They're trying to retain concentration of the words. But over here, the Balatanya says, and even though in Tanya he has said multiple times that loy kol odom not everybody is merits to have a divine experience when they pray. But if somebody makes compassion their obsession, then they will experience something from a different world. They will experience a hashkid vavetach. They will experience a shalom. Either they will experience a peace that will be a clarity of them and God, the unity that's most powerful, but nevertheless superficial. Superficial in the sense that after you pray, you can instantly go back to the facade of life, to the illusion of life. Or if you were made compassion, your obsession, if you have pushed yourself to the limit, you will experience an unbelievable revelation. And over here we can go and see one of the most magical concepts that the Balatanya reveals about prayer in this letter. What is he talking about when he says that if you have pushed yourself in compassion, meaning to say you have made, you have made at least one time in your life 
You've made a radical change in a poor man. You've pushed, pushed yourself. You've made the Mesidus Nefesh. You surrendered your soul. You surrendered your selfishness. You've actually transported yourself into the feet of another person. And you've done, you've went against the grain. What is the revelation of that? Godliness. What is the revelation of that incomprehensible, unimaginable, untouchable light of God that a person will experience primarily during prayer? So the Holy Lubavitcher Rebbe, when he was once talking about this idea, shared an unbelievable revolution. Which as we discussed, a big part of this parak is dealing with, is indirectly dealing with the problem of the ego and the soul which started at the Chet Yitzadas, which means to live in a life where we don't see reality. Now Avram Avinu, which a big part of our prayer deals with Avram Avinu, from taking Yitzchak and ready to give him up to Hashem, and to addressing that from that many different angles, to the idea of to the idea that Avraham Avinu's heart was pure for Hashem. To all the time in prayer to focus on the idea that our nation, the Jewish nation, we all trace ourselves back to Avraham Avinu. And the idea that we have prayer the idea that we have the Torah, the idea that we have charity, all of it comes back to Avraham Avinu, as we discussed at Lent. When we were going deep into this idea, one of the primary reasons for this is because Avraham Avinu was 13 years in a cave. And he was trying to discover what is it that makes the world run. And he saw all the ministers. Like the Holy Rambam says in the beginning of the laws of serving the idol worshippers. Hilchas there is the laws of the people who worship idols and all of their statutes, all of their ways. This halachas find itself in the book of knowledge, Sefer Amada. The Rambam starts out with the story of history. And he describes fascinating history of how Avraham Avinu came to be. Avraham Avinu the grandchild of Noyach, and he went to learn after the 13 years old, he went to learn 
to try to understand that first he worshipped all the different ministers. The ministers means all the different angels, all the different angels, the way they embody themselves in the form of stars. We have the sun, Sunday. We have the sun, which gives us energy. And then the sun leaves. So then they would worship the moon, the God of the moon, which means the angel of the moon, which means from the perspective of the nations of the world that lived then, they worshipped all different types of energies. Each one claiming that this was another God, this was another energy, another angel, another independent energy minister, that if you serve it, so shall be your reward, so shall be your energy. So if you worship the sun properly, it would shine down a light, a majesty, a wholesome wealth on you. And your grain would grow properly because you need the sun. If you worship the sun, whatever the sun provides to the universe, you would get in abundance. And if you worship the moon, whatever the moon provides. And Avraham Avinu had a problem with all this because every energy that he worshipped, every minister, every intermediary, every koichov, every idol, Every time he worshipped some type of foreign god, which means a foreign energy, which means an intermediary. It's extremely important that you understand this with every fiber of your being. The root of Golos, the root of the Chetet Tzedas, the tree of knowledge is the selfishness of everything in this world, starting with myself. To look at the sun as a separate entity, to look at the water as a separate entity, to look at everything as a separate entity, and to say that entity is a god. And then to worship it. And then Avraham Avinu discovered that there's an energy beyond all the energies. He discovered this with the help of his mother. He discovered this from being in a, in a cave for 13 years. Because the king wanted to kill him. He discovered this because he went later on to the yeshiva of the children of Noach. Because he was primarily concerned with who created the world. And eventually Avraham Avinu discovered that these, all the people are avoided, they are oivit kachovim, they are serving kachovim umazolas, they are serving astrology, they are serving all of the intermediaries, all of the ministers. They are serving the astrological stars that make up the galaxies that make up our energy of the world, they are serving the sun and the moon and all the different type of places we get our life force, but those things themselves are just vehicles, they are vessels. They are like the tool in the hand of the gardener. And the gardener is God. The energy of all the energies is God. And Avraham Avinu would go around the world screaming, Kale oil of God is the universe. Don't get caught up with all these. And he took a big part of the universe and he converted them to the idea that there's only one God, the energy of all the energies. Cut out the middleman. Stop worshiping the middleman. 
This idea that we like to cut out the middleman, where does that come from? It comes from originally this idea that Avraham Avinu was chosen before his chesed. The first thing was, that Avraham Avinu wanted to know, he wanted to use the world to discover God, not his selfishness. To be metaken the He actually only opened up his big tent in the desert because he realized people were not interested in his missionizing. He would write books and he would tell people, start a relationship with God. God is the universe. God is the energy of the universe. There's an energy beyond the energies. This is one of the most important things you can hear in your life to understand this idea that everything in the world, every type of hiccup is so you should have a relationship with the Eivishter. Our relationship with God is superficial. And our relationship with everything in the world is interactive. And even business is all so we should discover God. And that's the difference between men and women. The woman wants the credit card. Woman wants the physicality. The husband has a whole different perspective. But we're not talking about the men and women. We're talking about the primary man or woman, God's energy, God's mind, God's language is tefillah and Torah, is chokhmah, and what he wants is tefillah that we should connect him. But we want, we have a narrow down mind, we want our physicality. So the whole idea is that we should connect with God through our work. So there should be communication between husband and wife, God and the Jewish people. And this is a tremendous idea that the Balshemtiv when he saw this revelation of how cherished prayer is from God, that God loves the prayer of a regular person, the Balshemta would go around his whole life and just ask people one simple question, how are you doing your Barnosa? And the Balshemta would say, the Balshemta would wait till they say, thank you, Hashem. And he said that energy and the enjoyment and the revelation that God has in this is the purpose why he created this world. Because that was the birth of this nation by Yikra Kel Oilam that Avram called out to everybody and he would give free food. It wasn't only about charity, Chassidus explains. It was even deeper than compassion. It was about discovering that God creates everything. He gives everything to everybody. So Avram Avinu gave free food and he, then afterwards he would say, now bless God. If you didn't want to bless him, then he would charge you top dollar for getting a restaurant meal in the desert. But the idea was not even charity. It was the idea was to become Kaloil, to have a relationship with the creator of the world. And over here we see something most magical. That Avram Avinu was promised the land of the Israel for the Jewish people, for all of his grandchildren. Lizarecha, I will make your grandchildren as numerous as the stars. And Avram Avinu had a major problem with this. How are all my grandchildren going to be equal? And how are all my grandchildren going to know Keiloilam? The one thing Abraham Avinu wanted was not that they should only get the land that you promised me. But I want to, I want all my grandchildren to be able to know Keiloilam. And that's when he had Brisbane in Absarim, when he saw the revelation that his children were going to Gullus for 200 and something years, 400 years from when Yitzchak's born. And he was very distressed by this. But then he had the revelation of Kriyas Yamsuf. And what happened in Kriyas Yamsuf? The, the, the sea was split. 
You see, we live life. We live on the abortion. We live on dry land. And we work the field. We're in different businesses. We're working the field. And we think that we have our Israeli intelligence. We, we realize that the Jewish people, we realize that there's some zip codes that are the wealthiest zip codes in the world. Like in Borough Park, we have a bank from every single bank in the United States because it's the wealthiest zip code in the United States of America. And we think it's all because of our intelligence. But the fact is that that wealth comes because we are grandchildren of Avram Avinu. But we live this illusion of Yabosha that we are doing the hard work but in Kriyas Yamsuf was revealed, the water was split and in the water they saw the heavens and in the heavens they saw all the galaxies and all the galaxies split and they saw the kingdom of heaven and they were transported to the idea that the dry land gets its energy from the water, the water gets its energy from heaven and the heaven gets the energy from God because everything is a mirror image of the energy of God. So the water contains the energy of God which is the life force. And the heavens contain the energy of God and everything is the energy of God. So splitting the waters means to split your body and to see your soul. To split everything physical like Avraham Avinu experienced. You think your business, you're doing it. In Kriyas Yamsuf, they discovered that God is the energy of the world. And Matan Torah was even deeper. They discovered that your world that you see is an illusion. It's really God. You're going in your business, you're building your logo, you have your company, you're manufacturing, you're selling. But it's an all an illusion. The energy comes from tefillah. It comes from when you pray. It comes from when you say as yashir. It comes from when you, when you're praying to God, when you're discovering the keiloilam. Avraham Avinu discovered it and he said, cut out the middleman. Cut out the worshiping. So today's days we worship different type of worship. We worship the non-Jewish company that we're trying to meet and trying to see if they're going to buy our product, manufacture for us, if they're going to let us sell all these different types of heavy work that we put into. Where God wants us to cut out the middleman, put that energy into tefillah. And Avraham Avinu had a tremendous nechama when he saw Kehil when he saw that every Jewish person, the great prophet Yecheskel saw, witnessed God through the Markava. He had tremendous prophecy and he witnessed that God is the energy of the universe and he saw it in the world. But a Shivchanayam, a little male ser- maidservant, when they were leaving Egypt, when they were on this, when the Red Sea was split, it wasn't just a miracle. They got insight into heaven. They got insight into the universe. They got insight into the miraculous energy of God. They had real prophecy, but in this world, they saw it in the water. You looked in the water and you saw the energy of God. It's an indescribable experience. The Yalkut Mam lawyer says you cannot describe it. To split every water means to split the water, the heavens, the galaxies, till you get to the energy of God in the heavens, the chariot, to split everything to its core until you see that God is animating the universe. Everything is really God. It's just an illusion. That's what Abraham even discovered was his greatest discovery. His greatest discovery wasn't his wealth and wasn't even his charity. It wasn't his right side. It was the left side. It was Yitzchak. The discovery of Tefillah, the discovery that God is everything. And at Kriyas Yamsuf, the Jewish people saw that it's an illusion, the whole Mitzrayim. Everything is one big illusion. Really, the energy of the world is God. 
And this is the most awesome thing when we say, a person's parnasa will be tough for him, will be hard for him like Kriyas Yamsuf. If you understand the secret of Kriyas Yamsuf, which is to split your sea, to split your whole work, your whole yabosha, your whole chetetzadas, the whole evolution of man, the whole illusion of the Jewish nation in their businesses and to understand we're less than 1% of 1% of all the world and we're so successful. Does that have to do with our middleman? Does that have to do with how nice we are to the ministers, to the permits, to how great of builders we are, how great company? Or does that have to do with Keloilam? Does it have to do because we pray three times a day, because we say because our whole entire understanding, the core of who we are, was blessed by Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. The core of the old tefillah is that we were given a promise, brisi shalom, that we were given a bris, we were given a covenant, an internal covenant, that I will give to this nation. If you go on my path, if you pray, if you give charity, if you're kind, I will give you unlimited, the whole essence of the Shema. You have nothing to do with manufacturing. You're going to manufacture. There's going to be a, an illusion. The world's going to be, everyone's going to think that they're equal to you. But when you go to the davening, when you go to the shul, when you go mincha, middle of the day, it's going to be a mincha. It's going to recognize keil oilam. You're going to cut out the middleman. You're not going to go. And that is the tremendous revolution and revelation that Avraham Avinu gave to his grandchildren. And the Rambam says over the year, that Abraham taught it to Yitzchak and Yitzchak Yaakov and Yaakov taught it to Levi. And he put Levi in charge of teaching this to all the people until Moshe Rabbeinu came. Even the Jewish people forgot about it in Mitzrayim. And Moshe Rabbeinu went screaming in the street, reminding everyone. And his whole life he spent focusing on this idea. Don't worship idols. Then it was the eagle in Mitzrayim. It was the, the, the idol of the Mitzrayim. And today it's our own egoic. Our own company building, our own idea that we are worshiping the money, our own ego. When we don't understand that we have nothing to do with gold and with silver and with our own companies and our own type of vocations and all of these businesses. We have to do with the energy of the universe. Aye, the energy is trapped in the Kriyas Yamsuf. The energy is trapped in the Abasha. It's trapped in, even in the water. It will be based on your splitting your sea. If you go into prayer and realize that the whole purpose of prayer is to discover that outside it looks like there's a world, it looks like it's going on forever, it's been there forever, but it's not true. We're the richest nation on planet earth because we have and our job is to go into the business and sometimes occasionally to worry, but to remember it's not my product and it's not the interest rates. It's the Avish who gives the highest of the world. Then, then how tough your business will be, even if it's going tough, God forbid. It'll be because if you split your own sea, if you understand that the whole idea is prayer, you're not going to put the passion into your business. You put the passion into prayer, like the Palatania says, that even if you're destined for something negative, you change it through prayer. Because you connect with Kael Oilam, you connect with the God of the universe, you connect with the energy of the universe, which is God, which is not the middleman, which is not the person you're trying to impress. 
And that is a most awesome experience to understand this idea that itself is the reward. And that's what he's saying that avoid this at tzedakah, when you internalize, when you obsess in compassion, you get the revelation during prayer. What revelation do you get? Explains the Holy Lubavitch Rebbe, the revelation is that you understand what Abraham Avinu understood. You understand what the Jewish people witnessed in Kriyas Yamsov. In Kriyas Yamsov, they didn't just become wealthy from the Mitzrayim. They discovered the source of wealth, which is all the sea split until they saw that God is the energy of the universe. And then they all scream, as Yashir. And that's when we daven, we say, as Yashir. A whole davening is primarily connected to Kriyas Yamsov. Psukhi Zimra, and then Krishma, and then ending of Krishma. And then Shmana Esrei, which the Kabbalists explain is Kriyas Yamsov. When we witness that all the blessings, we bless God, we bring down that energy of of the Tfua, we bring down that energy of Rafua, we bring it all down. Not the doctors are going to heal, and not my boss, or not the real estate, or not my company that I'm manufacturing, but that the Abisha gives the energy into my blessing. And then, our zip codes are the wealthiest in the world because we have Keiloilam, because we understand the primary focus is prayer. And that is the reward. The reward itself, if you're obsessed on compassion, because you're tapping into the energy of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu wasn't concerned with business at all. He wasn't concerned because even his compassion was about mirroring God, was about discovering God, to share with another person the core of, of who the energy of the world is. So the Balatanya explains over here that when you give compassion to another person, God has compassion on you and you don't have to struggle with the Chet Etzadas. You cut out the middleman. You don't have to worship idols, God forbid. You don't even, even on a tiny level, you don't have to live with the Chet Etzadas. You don't have to live with the illusion that you're building this massive company and it's dependent on your intelligence and your connections and your meetings. But what's dependent is how you pray. What's dependent is how, what energy you are. What's dependent is an Avram Avinu's nation. His grandchildren are Keiloilam to discover that God is the energy of the universe. And that's what kept us going thousands of years. And it's that energy that's the most magical thing in the world. And all of it's so we can discover to have a relationship with God. And it's the obsession alone with compassion that allows, that generates this type of energy. Because this energy is the revelation of an unimaginable incomprehensible clarity, which Avraham Avinu merited, and the Jewish people merited a couple hundred years later at Kriyas Yamsuf. But we can all merit through engaged in compassion. And then a person's tefillah is the, where he's shaking. Still, Lubavitch and everyone setting it as Kislev, when you discover this Kel Oilam, then you're meeting in the middle of Mincha together with the person who you're meeting just by him seeing how you shake by davening, will make him realize that the whole entire business is all for the Keloilo, because the business is dependent on how you pray. The business energy, the whole entire connection to business is all so we should discover God one way or another. And how magical it is and how beautiful it is if we can discover that in an easy way. That the kosher parnasasin shall adam kikriyas yamsov. That we should split our season easily. We should split the sea of our foolishness, of our illusions that we're doing something. And we should be merit from God that we should be able to split the whole yabash and see the yam and see the energy of God and realize that God is the energy of the universe. So when we want money, we pray to God. 
We don't put more effort. How lucky we can be if we can revel- have this in an easy way. That the kashup are nasasoy. How hard your business is going to be is going to be totally in your kriyasi amsu, be totally in your prayer, totally in your kale oil up. And how we beg Hashem that this should be easy for us. Not to work to struggle, but to discover this. And over here says the Balatanya, in other words, that if your obsession with compassion, if your obsession with compassion is your life, then then through giving charity you will see God's face you will see the Kale Oilam and once you see the Kale Oilam you cannot go back to the illusion manufactured in China you understand that the China is just an intermediary and we don't serve intermediaries we just use them to bring God into every place in the world that even in China and even in Africa and even any place that we are they should all be blessed through us. But how? Through our prayer. Through our tshmanestri. Through our mea brachas b'yoyim. Through our brichas amazoyim. That is the ikr. The ikr is not even the food, but the ikr is to discover the Ebeshter through the food. And to be satiated and then to thank Hashem and to realize that you made everything with its, with its needs. And once its needs are met, you thank Hashem in the beginning and after. And it's all about a relationship with Hashem. And that is the revolution of this letter. And even if it's hard to merit it, you can merit it through obsession with compassion. You push yourself to the limit. You will have a clarity of this. It won't be just a statement. Even the idea that we can learn about this is most magical. Some people go 70, 80 years thinking that their business, their intelligence, their real estate capabilities is what allowed them to become wealthy. When when Avram Avinu was saying, Keloi Lot, what made me wealthy is the recognition that I cut out the middleman. I did not worship Mazolus, astrology. I did not worship from day one. Hashem told me, go out of your astrology, you can have a child. Go out of your talents. Go out of your, don't worship idols. Don't worship the ministers. Don't worship, don't do the eagle. Don't do, don't worship the Avoyuzar of the Mitzrim. I gave the whole entire time to Yosef in one second. Nothing to do with his intelligence. I gave the whole entire world to the Yidden. Nothing to do with their intelligence because they are grandchildren of Ram Yitzchak and Yaakov. They have Keloi Lom. They discover God. They discover Tefillah. Your wealth is not dependent on your hard work. Your hard work is just going to stifle you and tire you down. But put your energy, your hard work into prayer. And then that energy is unimaginable because you change the future. And to discover this now during Golis is the most magical thing in the world.